This is BFF. But first, Faith. What's up, guys? Welcome back to BFF. Hey, how are you doing? This is Steph, if you guys don't know her voice by now. (laughs) Yeah, this is Matilda here. So, I just got back from Ireland. I'll preface with that. So, I landed last night at like 9.30 p.m. or something, and I'm so exhausted. Like, all day, I legit have been in bed. We had our friend's birthday brunch this morning. Well, not this morning. It was at 1 p.m., but I just like was trucking through, and I'm so tired, but I'm going to try and hype myself up for this. I don't know how you're doing this, because I was wondering last night if you were sleeping through the night, because the time difference is just so, so Yeah, you know, I woke up at 3 a.m., and I was like, wow, it's time to get ready. Like, <laughs> I feel like this could be good, because I work tomorrow, so I'm like, maybe I'll wake up at 5 and be like, let's work out, like, <laughs> let's get the day going. Yeah, it's a um, new perspective. Yeah. But, so, today, as always, we're going to start with our challenges, just see how the challenge went from last week. Um, so basically last week our challenge was to manifest some quality that you love in your best friend or someone close in your life and just really implement that quality into your life. So what did you do, Matilda? One thing that I love about Steph is that she is super humble and is never bragging about her accomplishments. And I really was trying to do this because I started a new job at full screen. Second week just happened. And every time something good would happen or I would just be praised by somebody, I wouldn't instead just go and run and tell people about it but I tried to keep it to myself more and just be a little bit more understated underspoken because that's something I love that Steph does I feel like she does so many amazing things but she doesn't have to tell people about it to feel good and I'm normally the type of person who needs people to know to feel validated but I was trying to implement that wow thanks I just saw this quote on Pinterest that like I don't know it's kind of my new mantra and it's make more moves and less announcements. So like with your goals and stuff like that, like just do it and go after them and don't tell people about every single step of the way. Like let them realize once you've accomplished everything, be like, wow, she worked really hard to get here, but you don't have to like announce every single thing you do and be like, look at me, look at me. Life update one, life update two. Exactly. So yeah, I feel like I'm kind of the same way. Like I love validation, but I try and work on that. So good job. You're definitely good at it for sure. Thank you. So what quality did you implement from my lifestyle? Well, Matilda, okay. If you guys didn't know this, Matilda is the chillest person you'll ever meet. Like her entire family is so laid back. Like at age 10, her mom's like, oh, you guys just go do whatever. Go to the mall by yourself. And my mom's like, no, I'm supervising you the entire time. So very chill. I'm trying to implement that chill quality, just going with the flow. So as I said, we just went to Ireland, my family and I, and um, normally when I'm traveling, I'm such a type A person. I like to, you know, go on TripAdvisor and look at every single restaurant and plan where we're going because I'm such a foodie and I'm like, I want to see these attractions and this site, blah, blah, blah. But this time I decided to just go along with what my family wanted to do. And it was nice. Like I felt like I was kind of giving up control in a sense, but in a good way because I didn't have to stress about what was next. I mean, obviously I still voiced what I wanted to do, but it wasn't my agenda. So I liked that. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah. My laid back personality worked out. I know it did. Um, okay. Highs and lows of the week. Do you want to start with something? I will start off with the low because my low is right before my high. So, uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday was Saturday. I had a pool party with full screen, which is where I work. And there were a bunch of YouTubers coming and just because that's what we work with all YouTubers and actors and actresses and stuff. And so, I was just so tired that morning. Uh, To be honest, I went out the night before. I stayed out a little too late. Wait, you did? Yeah. um, With Matt. Did I tell you about this? Wait, where did you say you went? Uh, To Perch in LA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rooftop. That's Mm -hmm. so fun. Yeah, no, it was super fun. But 
We didn't get home till late and I was so dead Saturday morning and just dreading going to this event and I was like, I'm not going to know anybody. I'm just going to be by myself, like yeah. awkward. And it ended up being so fun. I saw um, a friend that Steph and I know from YouTube and reconnected with her and talked to a lot of people and I was feeling good about it. So that transition, that was my low and also my high in That's one. Fine. Is it weird like being on the corporate side of things now where YouTubers are your clients? Like was so it a weird transition? Weird. Yeah, because I feel like some people thought I was there as a YouTuber, but I'm there working as not a YouTuber. Do you so. have like a badge or anything to distinguish? Uh, yeah, so there were gold wristbands for the YouTubers and then uh, blue wristbands for the people, the full screen people working. Oh. And I remember everybody was like, what's the difference between the wristbands? And I was like, well, like we're working and you're like here. Yeah, it's like VIP. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for me, I'm going to start with my low. I just like want to preface this with the fact that obviously I have had different lows during the week in terms of mental state and actual more serious stuff because this is like a really stupid first world problem but I thought this would be a funnier story and so just in general with our lows like we try to keep them semi-comical light-hearted <laughs> light-hearted yeah. like I'm not gonna get into the deep stuff unless it's really bad you know what I'm saying so let me tell you about my low I did not tell you this yet Matilda because I wanted to wait but, so, we flew from Dublin, which is in Ireland, to London, and then home. So, I had a stop in London. And, basically, we got to Dublin early at the airport, and I decided to go into Booth's, which is their little, like, CVS kind of thing, drugstore. And so, I was walking down the aisles. I didn't really need anything. And then I saw the St. Tropez self-tanning mousse, which is what I use to self-tan. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm running low. Let's just see how much it is. And it said it was 25 euro. And in the U.S., it's $45, so I did the math and converted it, like, multiplied by 1.2, whatever, and it ended up being in the 30s. So I was like, oh my gosh, $10 cheaper, like, I don't really even need it, but I'm just going to buy it because I'll run out eventually. Exactly. So I waited in this long line at Boots, ended up buying it. The lady scanned it, and it said it was 45 but oh. at that point, like, I waited in line. I didn't want to – because I'm so non or unconfrontational, non-confrontational, that I just didn't say anything. I was no. like, oh, whatever. I'll look at the receipt kind of thing. So then I bought it, and basically, it's $45 in the U.S. Sorry, this is such a stupid story. 45 in the U.S., 45 in euros, which meant it was probably $10 more or something when you convert it to dollars. So I was already paying more for it, but – I looked at the receipt. I was like, whatever. I don't know what happened. So then I went back to the display. I guess they restocked it all incorrectly. Like it wasn't just one out of place. They completely oh, switched the two rows because so it was like a bigger bottle versus a smaller bottle. So that sucked. But I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just pay $10 more and get my tanner. Then I left and landed in London or no. Okay. So then you had to go through security again, I believe is how it worked. <gasps> Stop. And they took it? Yeah, they took it. No. And it was like $50. And the lady was like, did did they not wrap it at Boots in the special bag or whatever? And I was like, no. And she was like, yeah, that's their fault. That's on them. But sorry, I have to take it. And it was completely sealed. And I get it. That's how the process is. But I was so mad. And right after I bought it with the whole price thing, I was like, should I return it? Should I return it? But then I decided not to because we had to board. And then they took it, and I was just like, wow, my life. That is so frustrating. I hate that, especially because there's so many things where you could have not brought it on a flight. You know, you didn't have to buy it, and you went through that. Oh, that's so I know. frustrating. It was, just, it was stupid, but it really pissed me off. So no, that that's that. low for me, too. <laughs> and then my high of the week was just spending time with my family. Um, basically, it was my immediate family and then my mom's brother and his wife and kids and I'm really really close with one of my cousins so that was so much fun to see her and to get to spend time with my sister I was just thinking you know how grateful I am to have a family that I'm really close with because I know not everybody has that so it's just a good trip that That's was my awesome. high I love that I miss I your family I know I miss them too already it's been <laughs> one day but 
Um, okay, so let's just hop right into our episode. Today we're talking about people pleasing, which typically, at least for me, can have a bad connotation in my life. Like, I feel like people pleasing never really impacts me positively. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, should we just Let's dive into it. We're going to talk about how we differently please people or our different ways of doing that and then um, what it can lead to and some ways in which we try to avoid that or, like, combat the problems. So, um, first off, let's start with you, Steph. Tell us just a little bit about are you a people pleaser? What do you do to please people? Or how does this affect your life? Yes. I'd say the biggest way that I'm a people pleaser is that I can't say no. I have such a hard time saying no to people. And it's it takes a toll on me because I might not even have time in my own schedule. Like, especially for fun things that should be fun and are fun, but I just don't have time for it. Like, going out. If I'm at dinner with someone and they're like, oh, let's go out to Santa Monica afterwards, grab drinks, whatever. I... I just say yes, and I don't even want – it's not even because I want to. I just feel bad, and I feel like I'm letting the person down. So I just – yeah, I guess I'm a people pleaser in that I don't want to disappoint people, and I spread myself too thin because of that. And something I think that's kind of funny is that I was noticing this. I was in Forever 21 the other day trying on clothes, and I tried on clothes. Nothing worked out. I gave them all back. Then I went and got some more stuff, tried it on. Nothing worked out again, but I felt bad giving them back to the person because I was like, wow, I'm the worst. I tried on all this stuff. It didn't work out. They have to clean it up. So then I kept some stuff. Because I didn't want to say, no, this didn't work out. So I kept a couple of the things that went and hung them back on the rack. Because I didn't want to say no to the lady. Something you do and something Steph does too is if we're at a restaurant and say her food had like a fly in it or it's just (laughs) disgusting. They'd come up and be like, how's your meal? And she'd be like, it's great. Thank you so much. (laughs) No, you have to stand up for yourself. In the nail salon, they like cut my finger off. I'm like, oh, (laughs) looks so good. (laughs) Like, Um, oh my gosh. So that's my issue. What... Yeah. How's your people pleasing? What's it like for you? Okay. Mine is so different because as we've talked about before, I am the most confrontational person. I will tell somebody if I have something wrong. Um, whereas Steph is different in that way. But for me, my people pleasing comes from just wanting my, like I want to bond with people and I want my opinions and my thoughts to match up because that's just such an easy way to make friends. And so I notice this is one thing that I have a really, really hard time with is when people start gossiping, which is so, so common with girls and not saying that I'm perfect and I don't, but when other people start doing it, then I just tend to fall into that trap and go along with it instead of saying, hey guys, we shouldn't talk about that. I don't want to be the mom or the grandma. I mean, like, actually guys, you know, it's not very nice to say that. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I just feel that... It's, I think if I'm really looking into it, it's me wanting to be accepted and wanting to um, fit into that group and like please the people I'm with by just saying, yeah, they are annoying or yeah. It just, I don't know. It sucks because that is almost like a bonding thing. Does yeah. That make sense? Yeah, I know. It's weird that you, it's such a common thing that we bond over people or things. Like, I feel like it's fine if it's things that you dislike. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate Disneyland. I do too. Then you're kind of friends. Yeah. But when it's over people, it, that does happen a lot. Like, right? maybe for a teacher or something, which is, I guess, a yeah. little, like, not as bad. But if it's like a friend or something, that's just awful. But yeah. it creates some sort of bond, which is a bummer. Totally. But I feel like you don't do that with close friends. Yeah. Like, you would never... I think you would stand up for your friend in a situation rather than seem cool. You know right. What I mean? No, no, no. I think I would, too, for sure. If somebody were to say something bad about Steph, I wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, just to get along with, like, <laughs> Thank I... Thank you. <laughs> no, but that's something that I value my friends so much, and so I don't think I would do that. It's just more so in little circumstances. I think it's just easier to people please instead of standing up, which I don't think is good, 
but um, I don't know. How do you avoid that? I feel like you're good at not like gossiping, number one, but also not just going along with that. Yeah, it's tricky. I just, I guess there was a personal experience that happened to me that sort of changed my opinion on the whole thing. I mean, not really. It wasn't some huge turning point in my life, but it kind of opened my eyes to it. And it was when I was with someone that I was friends with a while ago and some other people that went to our school that we weren't super close with. Like, we were all just hanging out in the car. And I said something to this person that I used to be friends with and something that, like, we have always bonded over. It was a TV show that, like, obviously the other people in the car might not have liked. And she knew that. But I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, ha, ha, this happened in this episode, whatever. And she was like, what? Like, that's so weird. And I was like what and it was obvious that she was trying to please them because we're talking about bachelor and it was guys that were with us and she wanted to seem like oh i'm not the kind of girl that watches the bachelor exactly so she was like what are you talking about and i was like okay then later when i was just with her she was like oh my gosh yeah what you were saying earlier and i was like okay that is so so now you want to talk about it yeah so that just kind of opened my eyes that it just is awful whether or not the person's in the conversation to put a friend down or kind of like humiliate them just for the purpose of making yourself seem cooler or fitting into the conversation or whatever that is because I don't think any real genuine friendships can come out of that or any genuine bond yeah like the times in which you've gossiped or whatever like everyone's done that you know just to go with the flow and um to people please have you created closer bonds with those people or is it kind of fake it's always superficial for sure yeah and it feel in that moment it feels like oh well they'll get along with me, this will work out, but then it's never the friendship that I'm like, wow, I love that person because they're, I can bond with them about gossiping. You know, that's yeah. never the case. Because then that becomes long-term. You do it once and then exactly. it's like that's what you bonded over before, so then you have to continue talking about that and it just uh-huh. spirals downhill. But I really don't think you do that a lot Thank at you. All. Thank you. I appreciate so. that. Another way that I've noticed where I can sometimes fall into that trap of people-pleasing is with faith. And this is what I'm so, so, so humiliated or like embarrassed by because this is the absolute I do not want to be this type of person and I have noticed it a couple times within myself but I am trying so so hard to fix it because it's just not who I want to be but one thing is as I talked about my family is not Christian and that's not something that I'm always around people who are like yeah Jesus go G-, you know yeah yeah and so it's I notice myself so much if I'm not around people who believe in God or Jesus, then I don't talk about it as much. And Mm -hmm. I see myself, okay, I'm just pleasing them and talking about, you know, light spirituality or like an idea of God with them. But then people who love Jesus, I'm like, yeah, Jesus. And so I feel like that's me just pleasing the crowd instead of standing up for what I believe. And that is such an issue. And I really, really want to try not to do that. Yeah. And when we go to our more biblical section, I want to talk about this more too, but just the whole thing with, you know, voicing your opinion, whether that's on social media, you know how it can get like a little bit out of hand, but you know, just standing up for your beliefs versus like, what's the the line there? Taking it too far and uh-huh. saying what you believe versus people pleasing and not saying anything. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that more because that's kind of a tricky, not black and white thing. Right. And I think my excuse a lot is that with my parents or people who don't believe in Jesus, I think, oh, well, if I am super preachy and super all in their face, then it's going to turn them off. Exactly, yeah. But, and I genuinely believe that, but then I'm also thinking, well, if I do believe this, then I shouldn't just hold it back, you know, right. just to please whatever they're thinking. Yeah, it's a balance for sure, and just, mm-hmm. I guess, taking it case by case. Like, if you want to introduce them to Jesus kind of thing, then seeing how it would work best for them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in general, it's, there's no perfect answer of 
how far to go with, you know, preachiness or telling what you believe, that kind of thing. Totally. Um, one other thing I want to talk about with people pleasing is guys. Okay. What I is your was experience? hoping we were going to go there. <laughs> Absolutely. That, this is definitely, well, I'm in a relationship now, but like prior to that, that was my biggest issue with in terms of people pleasing. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's so much easier with a girl to be like, no, you're wrong, or I don't agree with you. I don't have to please you. But with a guy, it is another story. Uh-huh. I have two stories, same sort of idea. Freshman year, I liked this guy. Well, eh, I don't even know. <laughs> I, like, I kind of like this guy. I wanted him to like me. I was enjoying the yes, attention, essentially. Uh-huh. So I found out that he was super into rap and hip hop music. <laughs> And at the time, I was not into it. I actually like it now, so thanks to him for introducing me. <laughs> Just kidding. But, yeah, so at the time, I didn't really listen to anything, and so I genuinely started listening to all these, like, rap and hip-hop playlists just so I could be in the know and relevant. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, Jake Cole, you know, blah, blah, blah. The new Drake album. Like, I was trying to be <laughs> relevant and listening to music that I didn't even care for, so that was stupid. And then, I think maybe sophomore year, I liked this other guy, and he was obsessed with The Office, and I... I like The Office more now, but I used to really, really dislike The Office, but he always talked about it. And so I started watching it on my own so I could know the different references. And I hated it. I was like, why am I watching this show that I hate? And like, sorry, unpopular opinion that The Office kind of sucks, but... No, Steph and I are on the same page here. Yes. Okay. That's all. What's your guy experience? Oh, man. Okay. Well, as we all know, or as Steph knows, I have a very long-winded people-pleasing story with a guy. Um, But essentially, I really like this guy my sophomore year of college, and... I, it wasn't even one thing or two things. It was freaking everything. I just changed so much and Steph knows it. And I feel like I not only changed my thoughts, my actions, what I did, it was just like everything I did, I wanted him to like. And it wasn't because I wanted to do it. It was because I wanted him to think that that was the right way of living or the right way of doing things. And it wasn't even bad things. It wasn't like, oh, I have to start smoking now or something like that. But at the same time, it still wasn't necessarily things that I wanted to be doing or spending my time focusing on. It was just like, if he liked something or if he talked about something, then I wanted to like know more about it and be, and uh, it just like, it changed my personality, I think. And overall, I lost touch of who I am or who I was and I know who I am now. But before it was just so bad and I it was a downward spiral. I can't even give you like one concrete example, but Steph remembers for I'm trying sure. To think, like, I feel like, like you were saying, it wasn't negative stuff. Like he was making you want to drink all the time or do all this stuff. It was... I think it was a lot of intellectual stuff. Yes. Like he was obsessed with podcasts and all these books. And obviously those are great things. Self-help, learning more about the world, whatever. That's good stuff. But it was causing you to be so, so, so invested in that stuff that you kind of lost touch with yourself, like you're saying. Yeah. And it's just weird because you would think that someone influencing you in that way is a positive thing, but not when it's, you know, taking up all your time and like yeah. changing you. And also for me, because I'm already such a intellectual and kind of um what do you call it like in your head um, thoughtful or introspective yeah introspective person I feel like maybe for somebody else who didn't think about those things already it'd be good for them but for me it just made me like times a thousand like all I would think about I'd be like Steph what do you think about this thing when this person said and she was like I don't know like it doesn't (laughs) let's not talk about this 24 7 yeah you were like let's make a list of like how different ways like people would react or I'm trying to think what you said I was just like all about like making lists of different responses and intellectual scenarios and I was like what is happening (laughs) 
<laughs> because, and then I, I would convince Steph that I was always like this. Yes. I remember, and she'd be like, I think you're thinking about this too much. And I was like, no, I've always been an intellectual person. And she was like, yeah, but not to this extent. Like, it's yeah. starting to scare me. <laughs> I know. I remember we were at Sun Life, the smoothie place, and we were just sitting in the car, like, we were going to go out and get Sun Life, and you were telling me some long-winded story or, like, perspectives that you were having. And I was like, I just want my acai bowl. <laughs> but no, no, no. I mean, I think it definitely, like, had some positive changes. Like, it opened yeah. your eyes to new ideas and all that sort of thing. But, yeah, it's it gets to be negative at a certain point. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think the point is about, like, the topics or the conversations because, yeah. obviously, Steph and I are always having these kind of deep conversations. But it was just the fact that I was changing and all of my opinions and ideas were based on what this guy liked. So that's where it went wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, love guys. What a good time. (laughs) So that's definitely an area that, I don't know, I think many, many girls need to work on not people-pleasing and changing who they are just to make a guy like them because it's so easy to fall into that trap, but it's not not that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Sorry to interrupt. But also not that I feel like this is contradictory, but if you're changing, what I'm about to say, if you do this because you want guys to like you, then that's still people-pleasing. But overall, I think guys do like when you stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. So I'm not saying like stand up for what you believe in to please guys, but also (laughs) stand up for what you believe in. Because my brother always says this. He tells me that girls who just agree with everything he says, he just feels like that's no, it's not really an interesting conversation and it's not interesting to be around because everything is just like, "Uh uh-huh, me too, uh uh-huh, me too. So you want to have your own ideas and you want to stand up for your beliefs even if it disagrees or even if you're disagreeing with someone yeah I think for sure it's it's totally like you were saying so boring to just have someone constantly agreeing with you like you need some light debate or else it's like all right we're the same exact person you're just reading my thoughts so you're not interesting (laughs) but yeah that is kind of ironic because it's like guys like this so (laughs) So do this but I get what you're saying um okay so let's hop into the verse this is Galatians 110 And it says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Ooh. So, yeah, for me, I mean, it's kind of straightforward with the takeaways there, but just really focusing on God and pleasing God and doing what God wants. (laughs) That sounds stupid, but you know what I mean? Like making your actions directed towards him and your choices and what you choose to talk about with people who you choose to associate with. Um, as a result of him and your relationship with him as opposed to just pleasing other people. Totally. And I think something I took away from that too is the servant of God portion. I love that because we are the hand, I love the expression, like the hands and the feet of God. And so that is what we should focus on and not be a servant to somebody else. That's not the goal. I was reading this article also, and it was asking the question of whether or not Jesus was a people pleaser because he served others. And sometimes, like like I was saying, people that are people pleasers and tend to always say yes and always be willing to help other people, but that's more so solely for the sake of pleasing them and not just because you want to do it completely selflessly. And so it was basically comparing motives. And it was saying the difference between Jesus's unselfish service and the actions of a people pleaser is motive. Jesus lived to glorify and obey his father. He loved, gave, and served people, but he was also not afraid to say what needed to be said, even when people got angry. He often rebuked people in public for their hypocrisy and lack of faith. He seemed to care little about how well his audience would receive his words. He spoke exactly what was needed to be said, even when it led to his own death. 
Jesus was the opposite of a people pleaser. Holy cow, that's awesome. I think it also shows me too that because as we were talking about the fine line between people pleasing and I forget what else you said, but telling um, the truth or like standing up for your beliefs. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh is just you can still want to do good works and help people and make them joyful but it's not because you want them to like you it's because you want to do a service for them and make their life better not make your own life better right that makes sense and something that the pastor was saying at church i think this comes from from a bible verse as well but it was saying in all truth is love and in all love is truth Mm. so it's kind of like Yes, when you're being truthful and upfront with people, you want there to be love in what you're saying. And at the same time, you can't love people without being truthful yes. to them and just like let them get away with whatever. Like you have to, you know, call out your friends sometimes if what they're doing isn't necessarily right. Yeah, because if you're just, um, what's the word? Letting somebody impairing. What is that word? Enabling? Enabling. Enabling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, enabling. Yeah. <laughs> I could not think. If you're enabling people, then you might be pleasing them by saying, uh, yeah, keep lying or keep stealing whatever because then it makes them feel better about it, but you're really not making that person better in any way, shape, or form. Exactly, and I think especially with our close friends and family members, we do have a responsibility to hold each other accountable to an extent. Like I was saying, you want there to be love in that and not just constantly calling people out because, you know, we all sin, we all mess up, so it's not our responsibility to be attacking everyone. But, like, with the people that are close to you in your life, I do think, like you're saying, it is important to occasionally call them out if they're consistently doing something that's wrong even if it's not necessarily what they want to hear sometimes that has to be said one other thing i saw in this article is that it said rather than trying to please a hundred voices we need only listen to one so the voice of jesus and i was like wow it really is so much simpler to look at it that way it's hundreds of thousands of voices of people that you're trying to please versus just the one it's so much more simple so much more straightforward obviously it's not as easy because you know, pleasing God is hard and serving him is difficult sometimes. And it's easier to please mankind probably, but it's just so much more simple and straightforward. We have one voice coming to us as opposed to a million different people talking and you can even please anyone ever, like anyways, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. It's impossible to please everyone. Yes. So Sorry. I feel like I couldn't talk there. No, no, no. <laughs> I think what you're saying really ties into my Bible verse that I wanted to talk about. I'm going to read it first and then I will continue speaking. Okay. Sounds good. Um, it goes, it's John 15, 19. It says, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Whoa. What? I've, I don't think I've ever heard that. Really? We were built and we were made from God. So how are we supposed to be able to please man when we were designed to please God? But it's so much harder to please God because they're the things that the way the world's created right now and the setup of the secular world is so based on pleasing man. Yeah, right? and you it's so I mean? easy to do the wrong thing too. Oh, like if yeah. you're in a sticky situation, obviously the easy solution is to lie. Yes, so many of the times, uh-huh. but it's like making that decision. Okay, right now I'm gonna please God, and it's such a conscious thing, and you have to be thinking about it all the time and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this because I'm 100% not but it's when you're making decisions just kind of pausing and being like what which route is pleasing God which route is pleasing man and hopefully choosing the God route obviously none of us are perfect but that's ideal and also sometimes it isn't so black and white of just like lie or don't lie of course you know don't lie but when it's something like a harder decision you have to make in life it's it's really hard to know which choice would God want me to choose and which is the godly choice. But I think just remembering that 
if you're seeking people's acceptance, that's probably not the godly choice. For sure. So yeah. I would just look to um, what might be more challenging, I guess. Yeah. Well, great first. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to talk about some different tips and advice. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'll kick it off with some practical things because I always like to have, you know, ways to implement advice and all that sort of thing into our daily yeah. lives. Um, first thing I was talking or thinking about talking about with myself in my head I was thinking that it would be beneficial for me and maybe for you guys as well to identify areas in our lives in which we're kind of molding our identity to fit into the world and just noticing where we're doing that and kind of trying to shape that differently this week and change our actions I really like that because it's such it can be an abstract thing like oh pleasing god pleasing man and then you kind of forget about it but if you actually identify those areas where maybe you are pleasing people then we can change it yeah. All right. Any tips on your end? So, that was like literally not even a great tip. But no, it was great. That's all I got for I you. I thought you were like, all right, how are you going to do this? Tell me right now. Matilda, give me the answer. <laughs> okay. So I was actually looking at my journal from when I had the relationship with the guy that I was trying to please. And I wrote something down that I really like that I just remember, or I just saw in the journal again. And it said in the journal, we crave love from those who inadequately return it and we toss aside love from those who embrace us with it. Wait, did you write that? Like make that up? No, I don't oh, think so. I was like Matilda, <laughs> the new C.S. Lewis. I'm an author. I just had it written down in my journal, but I definitely saw it somewhere because I don't think I would have written that. I love that. Um, I think this goes to show it's all about the chase and we want what we can't have, but it's so easy to forget that God's love is right here. It's right in front of us. And embracing that and living in that will allow us to stop seeking after something that is time and time again not going to serve us. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Something else that I was thinking of for tips is just to work on saying no. If you're like me and you can't say no to anything, trying to say no more this week. And I saw this quote that says, if you want to live a life of purpose, you need to start saying no. It might not make people happy, but it will be freeing to know you are not responsible for everyone's happiness. Yes. And I don't know, I oftentimes put it in my hands to be responsible for everyone's happiness and it's not going to work out. Like there's no way it can, but I try and make everyone so happy and make sure everyone's having fun at like a social event. And sometimes I feel like I just need to let it go a little bit. Like, yes, it is our responsibility to, you know, be kind to people and look out for them. Look out for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, we can't lose ourselves while we're just trying to please everyone and make them so happy, whatever. I think that's the biggest thing that I took away from our whole podcast is you can do nice things and you can please people in small ways, but don't lose yourself doing it. Yeah, I totally agree with that takeaway. And it's... Just like we need to have the ability within ourselves to help other people and to better other people. Because if you completely lose yourself, then you kind of are just working for other people. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like that's unfair to yourself as well. So not saying to put yourself first always because we are called to be selfless. But at the same time, you have to look out for yourself and say no if it's the choice that will be healthy and make you happy, that kind of thing. And be able also to able you or enable enable yeah i'm really struggling with words today (laughs) enable you to help more people in the long term exactly if you have yourself and you're strong in yourself then later on you can be selfless yeah good good okay cool well shall we hop into z challenge let's do it okay so the challenge that i wrote down was this week one time or two times if you want to be really gold um, star for yeah. you <laughs> a bff gold star um then you should go out of your comfort zone and stand up for something you believe in 
So if it's a very small thing, somebody says something you disagree with or you want to you know, speak up, speak your voice, then do it and make sure that you're not doing it to please anybody, but it's just genuine your belief and your thought. Yeah, I love that. And it doesn't even have to be contradicting what someone is saying or like calling someone out because obviously that can be a negative thing, but just voicing what you think about something instead Mm -hmm. of just agreeing to make them happy. Even if it's something simple and they say they like The Office, don't say you like The Office if you don't (laughs) like to watch it. Well, that's it, I think, for this week's episode. But we just wanted to tell you guys also, I was going through our Instagram DMs and Matilda and I were texting back and forth because you guys have been sending us the sweetest stuff and it just means so much to have you guys supporting our podcast. And even if it's sending us negative feedback or constructive criticism, we will take it. Just like, yes, talk we want to, to us. hear it. <laughs> yes. So our Instagram handle is just Steph and Matilda. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. It seriously means the world to us. Yeah, it actually really does mean a lot. And as we said, we want any person, whether you're Christian or Muslim or Catholic or I guess or, kind of yeah Jewish <laughs> anything anything um we just really appreciate you guys actually listening and testing it out so um thank you for your support means the world all right we love you guys see you next week love you bye